0: When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. Goss. The judges are drunk. Wasted. The verdicts are random. So random. This is true crimes against wine. He's from New Zealand, right? No. Is he Australian? No. Is he
1: British? No.
0: Is he Welsh? No. He's Irish. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: Welcome to True Crimes
0: Against Wine.
1: I'm Topher. I'm Rachel.
0: We are here to take you on another wonderful journey into the world of wine and celebrity gossip and everything in between that happens in our drunken yes. brains.
1: Topher is our wine expert.
0: Uh, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Rachel is going to be navigating through all of the celebrity gossip and knowledge.
1: Yes. I'm excited to try your wine for today.
0: I am too. We actually have a couple more firsts today. Yes. I tell us. So first we're going to a new region that we've never been to, okay. which is really fun. I'll get to in a second. But also we're trying a new varietal that I don't think we've done, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're doing...
1: (laughs) You act like I remember, too.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I don't think that we've done a Pinot Noir before, and that's what we're doing today.
1: Our fact checkers saying we have not.
0: I know that we've done some other reds, but I think that this is our first Pinot Noir. Yeah, I don't think we've
1: done one. Well, fun. Which,
0: yeah, I'm really excited about. It's a lighter to medium body red, Mm -hmm. really great all-weather red wine. Okay. Yeah, it gets very versatile. We're also revisiting new zealand yes. which is one of our favorite places to travel to yes
1: and nobody has given us tickets yet so get on that yeah
0: phase. i'm not really sure what's going on with that i do know that you know we're having shipping problems right now yeah but we are going to a different region than we've been to before okay. we're going to central otago
1: Ooh. which
0: is actually on the south island which we've never been to okay and i know that when you think about new zealand And wine, most people are connecting that with Sauvignon Blanc. That's what they're really well known for. But what a lot of people don't realize is that actually they produce a lot of really high quality Pinot Noir as well. Mm. And this particular region is super cool because it's pretty vast and it stretches from the middle down to the south and eastern coast. Okay. So there's a lot of varied terrain. It's beautiful. And it's also the southernmost commercially producing wine region in the entire world.
1: Oh, well, that's exciting. Yeah,
0: which is fun. So you think about the different hemispheres, obviously, and it being so far in the south away from the equator, Mm -hmm. you're getting into that cooler weather. Yeah. But it's surrounded by these huge high mountains, which actually kind of creates its own little microclimate. Mm. So it's, it's also a very unique place in the sense that you can't really get those conditions anywhere else in the world either so it's super super awesome it's gorgeous i looked up some pictures and was actually showing fact checker the other day mm. and this isn't where lord of the rings was filmed they filmed that on the north island okay. but the way that the mountains are surrounding this beautiful valley that has rivers and trees and waterfalls do you remember in the first lord of the rings movie we're in the elven city of Was it Rivendell? Yeah. Where the quest starts? Yes. It looks like you could just plop that right in the middle and it wouldn't be out of place. Were they
1: drinking this wine in the movie? I
0: would hope so. So do you want to talk about what we're drinking or should we? Let's go ahead and open it. Let's open it up. Okay. And then we'll, because there's a lot to talk about with this from the packaging to the celebrity to everything. So
1: can we talk about the packaging, how this wine arrived to us as you open your bottle? Okay. So we actually have three mini bottles.
0: Yes, they are, they're half bottles, 375 milliliter. Yeah. It came in two mm-hmm. different sizes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you could get the full 750, or you could do smaller 375 milliliter bottles. And I'll explain why that's really fun and cool once we get into what the wine actually is. Yes.
1: So. Ooh, it's so pretty. Do you want to pour
0: yourself a taste?
1: Sure. Should I open up my little mini bottle?
0: Open your mini bottle, okay. yeah. We'll each have our own.
1: Fun. And then the third we will fight over. <laughs>
0: Each one of these bottles is essentially a half a bottle of wine.
1: Okay. Is that good, Tofer?
0: That's good. I mean you've got your own bottle now, so we don't have to like well, fight I'm over just,
1: You always criticize my pouring.
0: Well I just I like to criticize you in general. That's fair. Cheers. So let's let us smell and see what's on. Okay, going I was on.
1: about to gulp it. Oh
0: man, again.
1: I refuse to learn.
0: Oh, wow. This is a very interesting... It's very
1: rich smelly. Yeah,
0: and super, like, earthy. It smells mm-hmm. like soil. Yeah, like but freshly in a really soil. nice
1: way. Not like you just stuck your face into a bag of, like, yeah. potting mix from Lowe's. I mean, it's the same.
0: I know. I just wanted to make sure and see. Because <laughs> we're drinking out of two different bottles Okay, now. that's true.
1: Maybe they fooled us.
0: There's always the chance that one bottle was, sh- like made in different conditions or something okay. so like all right that's and fair. with shipping and stuff so when you've got two different bottles you want to make sure they're both all
1: right exactly take back my joke against you so
0: right off the bat i'm getting that freshly turned earth and it smells like loamy really rich black mm-hmm. soil mm-hmm. that yeah you don't even have to like work to get your shovel into oh
1: it sinks right in yeah oh yeah
0: almost kind of mushroomy too like
1: mm-hmm. i can get the mushroom from it
0: musty in a good way does that make sense yeah and then there is fruit. Do you do you smell some getting of the fruit getting like too? some
1: blackberry? Yeah, or maybe some currant.
0: Really like rich dark berry. Yeah, and then kind of like a dark plum too. I'm get, okay, or maybe like a dark red plum. There's some red fruit for oh, sure. Here is the
1: gnat in here. Sorry.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's taste. All right. Oh my god.
1: This is good.
0: That is delightful. Mmm. It there's a tartness but it's only on the back end
1: of it and it's more like kind of a cherry tart yeah
0: yeah it's it's more like on the front end it's very lush it is but not like um not heavy Mm-mm. you know it really just washes over your tongue it makes you salivate very pleasantly yes this is really really nice
1: I think this I mean it's it's called picnic. It is and I think it's picnic. perfect for a picnic.
0: So let's talk like about the Like a cooler weather picnic. Yeah. Like it's
1: fall, mm-hmm. you have your flannel blanket. You're watching the leaves come down.
0: This is the Two Paddocks (laughs) Picnic Pinot Noir 2019 from Central Otago, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons that I wanted, when I saw that there was an option to get it in the two different sizes, I wanted to opt for the half bottle size because I thought that's brilliant to market for literally taking on picnics. Like we each have our own little easily carried small little half bottle bottle. I love that. I think it's brilliant. It's super cute.
1: It is. Honestly, too, like, this is an adorable thing of wine. Did you see the picture on the front of the person? Yes. Okay, can we talk about our let's person? Let's talk about our person, yeah, okay. because that is
0: a really... We're going to talk about the vineyard a little bit later on, yeah. too, because I've got some fun things to tell you about it. Yes. But who made this? So
1: this is made by Sam Neill. Oh, my God.
0: I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I know. long. I
1: know you love Jurassic Park. So I, Jurassic amazing. Park
0: is the best movie ever fucking made. <laughs> I... Cannot, I'm like in full Jurassic Park garb right now yes, as well. you
1: are. You got your dinosaur jewelry. Your I've little... got my
0: dinosaur skeleton necklace. I've got my Triceratops earring. Yes. I've got my T-Rex shirt. Mm-hmm. My pink button-up, tied up like Ellie Sattler. Yeah, short shorts, I'm your here khaki for shorts. it. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: Um, So this is not Sam Neill on the front of the bottle. No, it's not. It is his grandfather, who is a wine merchant. Yes, which I think is
0: so great. This entire vineyard, really, but especially this particular wine, is sort of a love letter and homage to his grandfather, who really instilled a love of, wine and knowledge of wine too. Mm-hmm. And again, we'll we'll get into this a little bit later on yeah. when we talk about the vineyard. But one of the things I was very impressed with is that for a lot of these other wines that we've gone through, the celebrity is, they, they have their name attached to it. Correct. And some of them are more involved than others, but for the most part, it's very much just a business investment. Mm-hmm. Sam Neill seriously lives and breathes this like he, he is he
1: he does live there yeah, basically yeah and he established this in 1993 mm-hmm. too so this has been going on for almost 30 years so I yeah. think like you said this is really a testament to his passion 100 for making this wine he'd
0: started small he's been growing it Right, but again we'll talk about that later but let's get into Sam Neill then okay
1: let's talk about Sam Neill besides Jurassic Park what mm-hmm. do you know so, about Sam Neill or from Sam Neill his films
0: First, I know that his grandfather was a winemaker. I did learn merchant. that recently. Or, I'm sorry, yes, wine merchant. You it
1: right. Take a sip um, you were wrong. Thank you.
0: I will take a sip. Thank <laughs> you. This is so good. This is one of the first ones that I think we've ever tasted and been right off the like, bat. Just like, holy crap. It's,
1: it's really delicious.
0: And not expensive.
1: Really? How much? I mean, I'm not
0: really sure because I don't know, like, New Zealand dollars are different than our dollars.
1: Yes, they so, are different.
0: A, a full bottle is... 40 New Zealand dollars, which is less in American. So I would say probably somewhere around between like think, 30 and 35.
1: Okay, our fact checker is going to look at that conversion for us. Yeah,
0: please do. Oh, okay. okay. so like a, a 20, full bottle is $28. $28. So That's not each half all. bottle was 14 Perfect. That's, I mean, we're looking at essentially less than $7 a glass. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so I know that his name is. Actually, not Sam Neill. Okay. His name is Dr. Alan Grant. Okay. He is a paleontologist <laughs> who yes. is a nervous flyer and hates children. hmm um,
1: But he's got a heart of gold. But he
0: does have a heart of gold. <laughs> he eventually comes around. Also, I know that he, I found him mildly attractive. It was more like his charisma and charm when yeah. he was younger, circa his career as a paleontologist. Mm-hmm. However, since then... He has become a full-on Silver Fox, DILF, come to Topher. Holy shit.
1: (laughs) Fact Checker is giving you a look right now. Fact Checker
0: already knows. We've already talked about it. (laughs) And then I know that he has two kids, and I don't know why I know that. But okay. I know that his son is not currently as attractive as his father is. However, given. Currently as
1: attractive. Well, but given
0: how, given how Dr. Alan Grant has. He needs aged, to age. Yeah. Okay. I think that, I think that their family is kind of like a fine wine.
1: What a nice little metaphor. Yeah. That you have there.
0: Aside from that, I don't really know anything okay. about his personal life, like who he's married to. I know that he's super into his wines. And yes. I know that I've enjoyed a lot of his movies. So there's that. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, this will be fun. So, oh, and he's
0: from New Zealand, right? No. Is he Australian? No. Is he British? No. Is he Welsh? No. He's Irish. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had
0: one more place to go, and that was Scotland.
1: He okay. So Cheers to me. <laughs> You're doing so well, Tober. <laughs>
0: He's Irish. That's interesting. I well, thought that he was...
1: let's talk about it, because it's okay. a little more complex than that.
0: Okay, fair so enough. So,
1: Sam Neil, whose name is Nigel John Dermot Neil, That's his real name. No,
0: his name is Dr. Alan Grant. Okay. I just said that. Wait, so then where now. does the Sam come from? So,
1: he started going by Sam as a kid, and we'll talk about that in a second. Okay.
0: Interesting.
1: But he was born Nigel. So, he was Nigel. born... Okay. You're not... Okay. I see a little less hot now. No, no. I was just thinking. More hot?
0: I was thinking Nigel is always a very Australian or New Zealand kind of name to me.
1: Oh, I associate Nigel Nigel with being like very upper crust British. Okay. Like. mm, Fair enough. Not attractive. Okay. Not attractive. No.
0: I find titles and money to be very attractive personally. Well,
1: okay. Then I take it back. (laughs) He was born September 1947 in Northern Ireland. Okay. His dad, however Is that
0: the one that's its own country? No. That's the one that it's still belongs to the UK. Okay. Yeah.
1: His dad, however, is a third generation New Zealander. Okay. So and his mom is English. Gotcha. So he was born in Ireland and his family stayed there for a bit because his dad was stationed in the army mm-hmm. there and that's where he they were stationed when he was born. Okay. But then they moved to New Zealand in fifty four. So he was gotcha. a younger kid when he yeah. moved so to it's, New Zealand.
0: it's fair to say that he is, in a way, from New Zealand He's, as well. He, yeah. When
1: he identifies, he has British and New Zealand citizenship, but mm-hmm. he identifies as mostly being from New Zealand. Right. Because so okay. that's where he grew up. That's where his dad's family has been from, you know, for a while. So. Mm-hmm. so he started going by Sam after he and his family moved to New Zealand. He said there are too many Nigels. See, You're I told already. you it was a, I
0: associated with New Zealand, and I don't know why. But he
1: also said too that like he thought as a kid that Nigel was like a little too feminine, and he kind of thought that would maybe like get him beat up in the playground, so he Feminate? started going by yeah, interesting, Sam okay. Instead,
0: so he just picked think, Sam out of thin air, and yeah, is like, I think maybe is, it's like
1: this is more manly. Like I'm Sam.
0: What did you say the full name was?
1: Nigel John Dermot.
0: So he Neal. didn't want to go with John, John or Dermot.
1: Yeah, I guess not. Sam, like, Sam Neal.
0: I mean, Sam fits him. That's just how I think of him when he's not Dr. Alan Grant. Okay. Um, Have you seen
1: any other movies he's been in other than Jurassic Park?
0: Well, he's not an actor. He was in a documentary about dinosaurs. Okay. Have you seen
1: any other documentary? Okay.
0: Yes, I have. He was in, I don't remember the name of it, but wasn't he in that movie with Elle McPherson and was it called like Sirens or something where like he's an artist and these beautiful women are in a... Triad relationship with him, like these three women. This
1: sounds like something you've made up.
0: It was from like the early 90s and it has like an all-star cast in it.
1: I don't think this is a real thing. Fact checker will check this fact. But I think you made I'm this up, Topher. pretty sure. Were you home from school sick one day and you saw some really weird shit on TV? No, I
0: feel like I actually saw this like a few years ago. No, no. Well, anyway, it's real and
1: <laughs> You're gonna create okay.
0: He's looking it up. Look Topher, up El McPherson. Topher and then, is
1: casting the new movie Sirens. I don't Starring I think that Sam was the name. Oh wait, yeah. is it?
0: I told you. Is it a thing? And who else is in it? <gasps> Hugh Grant, okay. Sam Neill, L. McPherson. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's I am actually so a very sorry. good movie. Wasn't he also in the piano?
1: He was at the piano. Yes,
0: which I've only seen once and it was was a while ago, but it's a really good movie. So good. The acting from everyone in that is amazing.
1: It's fantastic.
0: There was also something that he was on my mind the other day and it was a movie that I was like, oh, I need to see this again. I can't remember what it is now. It'll come to me later. But oh, and he was in Hunt for Red October. Yes, he was. Which is a fantastic movie as well. I haven't
1: seen it all the way through. Really? Keep getting bored and falling asleep. Oh, no. That's
0: such a good movie.
1: <laughs> I know it's good. It's back yes. when
0: Alec Baldwin was super hot.
1: Like hot, yeah. hot Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Before we knew about his personality.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's more you than me.
1: You're still into him? You I know, mean. He's an asshole. He's a he,
0: lovable asshole. He, he's a rap scallion.
1: No, Alec Baldwin is not. He has used... he. Okay, so obviously Alec Baldwin is not um, known for controlling his temper. And he's gotten very upset and yelled at paparazzi, which I would totally understand. But he used homophobic slurs against one photographer and, like, punched him and, like, smashed his camera.
0: How long ago was that, though? Like, maybe he's changed. Like,
1: 10 years ago? No, like, okay. not that long Once ago. a decade? Topher, no. I, mm-mm.
0: I bet I could change him. No, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> he's not attractive him? to me anymore. Okay, he's um, lost it. He's lost it, yeah. Anyway.
1: All right, so let's talk about Sam Samuel some more. So, Please. he grew up in Australia. He went to the University of Canterbury, and what do you think he studied there?
0: Paleontology. Nope. Acting. Nope. Winemaking. Nope. Farming.
1: English literature. <gasps>
0: Look at him. I uh, know.
1: He's smart.
0: We could have so much fun with him over a dinner table, drinking his wine, oh, talking could. about literature. We could have a great time. Yeah.
1: His first book. Big breakout role. He did some, like, TV and stuff in the 70s. -hmm. And he said at college, like, that was when he was really exposed to, like, acting and thought, like, oh, I I could do this. So he did some smaller things, but his first big role was in 77, a New Zealand film called Sleeping Dogs. Okay. It's an action film, kind of like a dystopian look at a future police state in New Zealand.
0: Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: so that kind of first got him like on the radar for
0: Australia and New Zealand? Love their dystopian post-apocalyptic sort of films, yeah. don't they? Got the whole Mad Max thing. They
1: and, do, you know. yeah. I, I don't think Australia claims Mel Gibson anymore.
0: Well, I think no, they have released
1: anymore. him to America. Into
0: the Wild. Yeah. Yes.
1: I'm gonna fill up my glass. Yes, and you keep should. Talking to you.
0: You can also drink directly from the bottle. That is also an option.
1: I will move to that at some point.
0: I'm sure we both will. <laughs> I would like to see what he looks like when he's younger because I've actually he's never seen him. He's not as attractive. He, I told you he he ages he, well.
1: Yeah. I find him more attractive now than I do, like, looking at the younger pictures of him. Yeah.
0: It's, so he was born in 40, what? Seven. 47. He's 74 okay. right now. Wow. He looks great for 74. I know. He looks like he's in, like, his late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, he looks good. Good for him. Yeah. The beard makes a huge difference. Oh, the beard
1: helps for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that he was in The Omen 3?
0: No, as I didn't even Damian, know there was an Omen 3. As
1: Damien Thorne's son of the devil, all grown up.
0: Oh, my God. That's <laughs> amazing. We might have to watch that.
1: We, oh, we should watch it. One of my roles that I really like him in was a film with Nicole Kidman. Oh, my gosh. Nicole, Nicole Killman. Nicole Killman. She kills men. Nicole Kidman and Billy Zane. Oh. As the 1989 film called Dead Calm. Takes I place feel like on I've a boat. I've heard of it's that. It's good. Yes.
0: You know what? It's I, legitimately good. Because you know I love all three of those actors. Mm-hmm. Like, amazing. Somehow that came on my radar, I want to say like a year ago, and I saved it on my IMDb it's to good. watch yeah. list, and I completely forgot about it until you just mentioned. It's good.
1: It. So it takes yeah. place on a boat. Sam Neill and Nicole Kidman play a couple. I think there was some tragedy that happened. I to say You're like recovering like
0: from like a death a of a kid child. Died. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they go out on this boat. And it's like a fancy sailing boat or whatever to like have some time for themselves to reconnect.
0: They rented it from fancy sailing boats. Are us?
1: Yes. And in the midst of them being out on the water, they come across like this wreckage and then go and see if anybody's in there. And that's where they see Billy Zane.
0: Never stop to help. People. Don't help
1: Billy Zane is the lesson.
0: Billy Zane makes such on a good a boat. villain.
1: Billy Zane on a boat. You're asking for trouble. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: Like if I'm ever anywhere and I see Billy Zane. You run. I'm like, I need to be in a different room right now. Yeah. You're
1: like, are we on a boat? <laughs> no. OK. How do I feel about you now, Billy Zane?
0: <laughs> is he a hitchhiker?
1: Ooh Yeah yeah, he plays that good, like crazy, yeah.
0: bad guy. he's very he's very good.
1: Things go awry, Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill have to fight against Billy Zane because he's a crazy man. But it's a love good, it. good film. It's kind right.
0: of like a combination between the classic hitchhiker trope mm-hmm. and that movie, is it Cape Fear?
1: Cape Fear has, yeah, Cape Fear has some scenes on a boat. Yeah. It has some scenes on But boat, like, it, But it's
0: kind of like where...
1: Like this person kind of people, insinuates Yeah, and like and a like, family
0: has to work together yeah. because they're being terrorized. Yeah. Yeah. I love that some kind of vibe. genre. It's super fun. Keeps you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a legit good film. I'm... Remember, it came on TV once, like, years ago. And I was like, oh, let me watch it. And I was like, oh, this is actually good. Like, yeah. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and just watch the film. Yeah. So that was 89, 1990 with Hunt for Red October. hmm 1993 was The Piano. Okay. Do you remember who else was in that cast?
0: Yeah, it was Bonnie Hunt. No, <laughs> it was, it was, it was. Okay, so Anna Paquin played the little girl. Mm-hmm. Who was the, the mother, the deaf mother? Polly Hunter. Polly Hunter. And she
1: was mute, not deaf. Oh, okay. It was not Bonnie Hunt, but let's remake it with Bonnie
0: Hunt. <laughs> I, it was the Hunt thing that yeah, mixed uh-huh. me up. And then who he played... Who was the other guy? Yeah. Who played the the lover?
1: He's known for his raw sexual energy.
0: Antonia Banderas. Nope.
1: Harvey Keitel. Who? <laughs> All right. Fact checker's going to look up a picture for you.
0: Ew. <laughs> Damn, okay.
1: Yeah, and Samuel's kind of the Come on, back.
0: Bonnie Hunt. Why did she go for that?
1: <laughs> why didn't you go for Antonio Banderas, Bonnie Hunt? Do you remember the plot of that? Yeah,
0: it's like she's basically almost like a like a mail-order bride kind of she's situation. She's a
1: mail-order bride. She is mute. And she has her, a daughter. Her daughter
0: translates for her, yeah. but she's a brilliant pianist.
1: Yes, hence the name. Pianist.
0: And it's kind of a loveless abusive-ish kind of thing yeah.
1: See I Hill can't remember not where it takes place
0: guy. but it's almost like on a, like a plantation it's in, kind of Australia. Yeah. Yeah, it okay, yeah, in Australia yeah it takes place in Australia and he like leaves her piano on the beach which honestly makes for just the best sort of emo melancholy piano oh I know ever. it's like
1: such like a music video oh, kind my God. of vibe to it it's
0: so it's a very mature film because it, it the emotions and the undertones and all of that but it's also it's like all of us who grew up and had moments of being that like Stare off into the rainy window, mm-hmm. kind of emo child. Mm-hmm. It's it. It was a film made for us, like yes. brooding literature nerds. Yes. Basically, this is. They were like, "Have we got a film for you?" If
1: you majored in literature, you were also a sad weird child. Yes,
0: for, and that was the for film sure. for you. And you're like, "Yeah,
1: this stirs up some feelings in me," but I'm yeah. also confused by Harvey Keitel.
0: Yeah, and there were also some very graphic sex scenes. From there, what I yeah, there's it gets yeah. sexy in there, and didn't. Anna Paquin ended up winning the Oscar. She did
1: win an Oscar and that was her first acting role. Actually. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. And at the time, I think she was like the youngest person to have ever she's won like an She's like 11 Oscar.
1: or so. She was really young. Very what young.
0: Happened. I love her too. And it's so funny because she has not changed in the way that she looks.
1: I, her face is the same. Yeah. She's yeah. exactly
0: the same person. It's yeah. so funny.
1: Anna Paquin, you make a wine because you've had an interesting yeah. um, resume. Yeah. We should talk about it sometime. She's
0: a great actress. She
1: is. So ninety three is the piano, and ninety three is also Jurassic Park. Yes, so those were like two really big films for Sam Neill that came out the same year.
0: Yeah, when that movie came out, I wasn't allowed to see it in the theaters. I was too young at the time because I was like six. But when it came out on video, and you remember how you used to have to like basically wait a year, yes, for movies to, to come forever. out on, yeah. So my parents rented it. Mm-hmm. And we watched it. And I remember exactly where I was, which house we were in at the time. And I remember the living room door was open in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And we had all the lights off. So it was just the light coming in from there. And it was so intense. It was probably my first PG-13 movie. <gasps> and it was scary. But also I was just completely fascinated. It, it, became, yeah, it became my favorite movie. And it still is. And a few months later, I was at a sleepover with a friend and their family was watching Jurassic Park. And so I watched it again and fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. And then my parents got super upset because they were like, you're not allowed to watch that movie. And I'm like, I've already seen it with you. And, you know, to this day... They still have blocked out the fact that they showed me that movie and that it was my first PG-13 movie with them. <laughs> and like,
1: Were they just so ashamed of their actions? I don't
0: know. I don't know if they're, like, gaslighting me or if they genuinely just blocked something. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I definitely remember where I was Maybe when I saw that movie. Maybe that film
1: stirred up some feelings in them that they are like, nope, push it down. Yeah, push that
0: Attraction to dinosaurs. Can't have that. Nope. <laughs> Wait, dinosaurs and men existing at the same time?
1: Well, that's in the Bible, right?
0: That is in the Bible, okay. yeah.
1: Well, the Flintstones, too.
0: Yeah, it's which is the Bible. Is it? It's based on the Bible, yeah. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. That's, oh, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Thanks for <laughs> a history fact. Yeah, so at that like really pushed him like big star. Huge movie. Yeah.
0: Great cast. Oh. Say a single bad thing about Jurassic Park. You can't. It's impossible.
1: Can you? I challenge you to.
0: To say a single bad thing? Yes. I can't. It's physically and intellectually impossible.
1: <laughs> okay. We'll take that. Do you know that he's gonna be in the new Jurassic Park coming out next year?
0: Oh, called late. Jurassic
1: World, Dominion. He's reprising his role as Dr. Okay. Alan Grant.
0: Which, okay, so regardless of who's going to be in it, anytime there's a Jurassic Park film, I will watch it. It doesn't matter how Even horrible it is. Chris Pratt... E, well, but dinosaurs okay. outweigh Chris Pratt. They they trump... Literally. Yeah, okay. they do. <laughs> but I really am excited knowing now that... Because I didn't know that. I didn't know he was yeah, going to be in it. Yeah, he's
1: going to reprise his role.
0: The Jurassic World movies are not great. The first one was actually the really The first one fun. was, was yeah. kind of
1: fun. I I will say that.
0: The second one was really Do you know Jimmy
1: Buffett was in the first one? Yeah,
0: yeah, he yeah, makes a two, cameo the with drinks. the margarita. Yeah. yeah, at the the like yeah. Margaritaville there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the first one was really good and then the other two were not Me. great. Well, would... that's
1: kind of the same for the original Jurassic Park.
0: Well, I would rank it obviously original Jurassic Park. Sure. Jurassic Park 2 was fantastic with Jurassic Julianne Beauty. Moore. Yeah, okay. Lost World and then Jurassic World after that. Okay. Then probably Jurassic Park 3. Okay. And then just the second Jurassic World just wasn't great. First of all, it was like half an hour of me watching these poor prehistoric puppies, which is how I refer to dinosaurs, jump over cliffs and drown and like scream and shit. I like looked over at my friend while we were watching in the theater and I was like, what kind of like snuff film is this? (laughs)
1: Yeah, they killed a lot of dinosaurs. They to get that did. Scene. There
0: should have been like a, a trigger warning at the beginning.
1: Oh, on a side note, have you seen that image going around on the internet? It's been going around for years where it's the picture of like Steven Spielberg with the triceratops. It's like the animatronic oh, yeah, triceratops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like somebody's like, that's so awful. People like hmm. hunting for sport. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, I love it. It's obviously, I don't agree with. hunting hunting dinosaurs big game for a
1: sport yeah but it is really funny i know i'm just like oh that always cracks me up when i think about that so sam neill was in the 1998 miniseries merlin
0: oh which i've not seen but i think i remembered that does he play merlin yep he does is that the one with helena bottom carter not helena bottom carter um
1: helena bottom carter is in it
0: oh she is she is. is is helen mirren also in it no. Or is that a different... No. That's Excalibur. That's, that's, yeah, Sorry. Okay.
1: Martin Short is in this one.
0: Love Martin Short.
1: It is a very weird and not very good
0: mm, mini-series. sounds amazing. The cast is good. What I'm hearing is that anytime Sam Neill is in a movie... Isabella Rossellini's also in it. Shut up. Anytime he's in a movie, he's just surrounded by other wonderful people who yes. I love.
1: It is not... It's not good. I would say it's on the side of bad... But okay. it's fun. I love a because fun Because it is movie. very cheesy and weird.
0: You know I love shit like that, though. Oh, yeah. You don't have to win an Oscar for every movie. Yeah. Sometimes you just want campy, cheesy. But it's so
1: weird because you're like, were they trying to be campy or not? Probably not. Probably not. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So you should watch that. You need to add, like, a movie list, a Sam Neill movie okay. list. All I right?
0: would do that. I would have a Sam Neill appreciation marathon.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That would be fun. Did you ever watch the series The Tudors?
0: Oh, that's what I was thinking of the okay. other day. Because he plays, it's not he Cromwell, plays, it's He plays
1: it's, Cardinal Wolseley. Yes. Yeah.
0: In mm-hmm. It. Talk about another sexy series. Mm. Give me some like historical porn bodice ripper. It is
1: very porny. Oh
0: my god. Jonathan um, Reese Myers, Reese Myers yeah. and Henry Cavill. Yes. One of the very first episodes, there's a scene where One of the members of the court who's older bursts into this room, and Henry Cavill is just standing there, butt naked, railing his daughter from behind. Oh, yeah. And it's this moment of like the guy just stands there because he doesn't know what to do. And Henry Cavill, like, looks over at him with this authoritative sneer and just keeps going. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And it was that
0: moment of like, oh my God, that is such toxic masculinity. Oh,
1: for sure.
0: And I want it inside of me, like, really deep.
1: (laughs) I think you're just like Henry Cavill.
0: I do also. <laughs> I
1: really think that's like, just what that is. Well,
0: it's so it's the trifecta of like this basically like this sexy asshole historical drama. Okay. Raunchy sex scene. Okay. Henry Cavill. What do you do with that? That's all you need. That's all I need to get going.
1: <laughs> what about Sam Neill?
0: And then the fact that Sam Neill is also in it. But he didn't have a beard. He
1: didn't. Well, then he didn't have sex scenes. He didn't. No. no. He was also in the show Peaky Blinders.
0: Which I've heard of, but I've never watched.
1: It's good. The first couple seasons are good, then it kind of peters out.
0: It's kind of a period mobster crime kind of thing, right? Yeah,
1: now? so yeah. it's like directly after World War One. It's set in Birmingham or Birmingham, England. In Alabama, yeah. Yep, it's in Alabama, the epicenter of crime. <laughs> um... They have other crimes to account for. Yeah. Peaky
0: Blinders is more about, like, mob stuff. This is more about.
1: Well, it's about, like, these travelers who are in England, but they have, like, kind of this Irish kind of history and background, this tight-knit family. The lead guy, I forget his name, Thomas Shelby, I think is his name, played by Killian Murphy. He comes back from the war. He has, like, severe PTSD, but he's also trying to, like, get his family, like, lift them out of poverty. Mm Mm-hmm. Through like Not organized crime
0: no. to try and rise out of poverty.
1: No, and isn't Birmingham at the time was like this very industrial yeah. place in England, but they're trying Still to is. yeah, but they're trying to like get out through organized crime, but becoming like more legitimate as it goes. Sam Neill plays kind
0: of weeds,
1: kind of, but more murder.
0: Is did you say with the looks. main guy?
1: Killian Murphy. Killian
0: Murphy. Does he walk around holding a Starbucks iced coffee constantly from the lid? No,
1: but he has a very. All right. So there's this thing that was popular maybe like seven, eight years ago was like when the undercut started getting yeah. really big. My friend referred to it as the Peaky Blinders haircut. Oh my God.
0: I love it. I love it. I was it. like,
1: yes, that's very accurate.
0: That's so funny.
1: But man, he looks good in that. Killian Murphy, Killian not Mur- Samuel.
0: He's also a strangely sexy person. And I'm really yes. glad that you said that before I did, because I was sitting here thinking, like, do I say it? It's Am just I just eyes? free today? Like, what's...
1: <laughs> That's a genuine Fact Checker, my friends. Just throw it out. When you guys get home, he's going to, like, pull out the period costumes and be like, 1920s mobster. Nope. Tudors. Nope. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, what if you combined all of them? What if there was a period no. Jurassic Park?
1: What pe- you'd have to pick a period. You can't keep mixing. After okay, that.
0: well, first I would want to do definitely the late fifteen hundreds, like the Tudor okay, period. Okay. But then think of how fun it would be to be like an Austinian Regency period dinosaur. Oh, like park. a really like
1: low cut. Your bosoms are heaving or, out of like, your drum. pushed
0: up to your chin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mister Darcy is trying Ooh, to Mr. lead me to Oh, Mister Darcy safety, as a dinosaur? Safety. Or Colonel Christopher Brandon?
1: Oh yes.
0: Totally. Yes. Yeah. But also Mr. Knightley is trying to save me too because, you know, they're fighting You just got over me. all of them. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> like, dear diary, wouldn't it be cool?
0: Exactly. This is how I am as a 34-year-old man. Can you imagine what I was like in middle school?
1: Oh, my God. Insufferable. <laughs> so... Sam Neil plays kind of the bad guy on Peaky Blinder. Love it.
0: You know I love a bad man.
1: He plays this Irish police officer who's trying to, like, clean up the town. Uh, and he gets this—
0: cops, am I right? I know. And
1: he gets this female officer to kind of, like, go undercover. But, of course, she and Kelly Murphy fall in love and blah, blah, blah. But he's, like, a real Is dick. Is
0: the female officer Laura Dern?
1: No. It's Annabelle Wallace, who mm. was really pretty, and then she had a weird nose drop. Ugh. That happens. I know. I actually have. Well, allegedly, she didn't tell me personally, but her face changed. So, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: you know, Don't I actually <laughs> have a personal no, Laura Dern. Dern story.
1: <gasps> okay, tell us about Laura Dern.
0: So, as I've referenced before, I used to work in this really nice restaurant mm-hmm. and we get celebrities that would come in all the time because they'd be filming nearby. And it was really nice because they would come in and it, you know, we're not in Hollywood. So, right. it was a very like, let's just go in, not be bothered by people. So that made it more mm-hmm. of a kind of genuine experience. And so I got to meet a lot of celebrities that way. And Laura Dern was one of them that came in several times. And I, of course, love her. I'm obsessed with her. I fell in love with her during Jurassic Park. Still love her through Big Little Lies. Like oh, yeah. Like, everything in between. She's amazing. However, she came in one night. And actually, Fact Checker was there with his sister. <gasps> nice. And they're also obsessed with Laura Dern. And I was like, hey. Fair. I'm going to tell you something. Don't make a scene, though because I don't want to get fired. But Laura Dern sitting in this private dining room area back here. It wasn't actually private. It was like mm-hmm. semi-private. And there's a back door. So just like when you go to get in your Lyft or your Uber or whatever, like go through that door and you'll see her. So they did and it made their night. Then she came back several times and it's just killing me because I'm not allowed to gush over people. Mm-hmm. But like it's fucking Laura
1: Right.
0: So finally, the third time she came in, she was eating dinner with her family, and Mm -hmm. I just couldn't contain it anymore. I was like, I'm going to literally explode if I don't say something to her. And so I waited by the exit... What a creep. I no know. Friends. I know. I waited by the exit. But, well, I, I didn't wait long. Like I saw her getting up. And you were hiding in the shadows like,
1: by the exit.
0: I stood there for maybe two minutes okay. because I knew she was headed that way. It wasn't like I lurked there for an hour. I mm. had, I was on the job. I had tables, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I waited there and as she was coming out, I was like, I am so sorry to bother you. I don't mean to distract you from your night. I just wanted to thank you personally for consistently having the best hair in Hollywood for decades now (laughs) and she like her her face turned from kind of a like cautiously confused to this (laughs) like immediately like super warm wonderful like she smiled so brilliantly grabbed my hands and laughed and kind of like shook her curls everywhere and she shouted out through the door where her teenage daughter had just walked out see some people appreciate my aesthetic can you say that louder next time, dear? And, like, she's still holding my hands while she says that. And I was just like, oh, my God, my life is complete. I love this so much. <laughs> so that's my personal Laura that's Dern story. Delightful. Yeah, she's super sweet but can and Can you also really imagine
1: being Laura Dern's daughter and be like, ugh.
0: Mom. Mom. They look so much alike. Do they? Their hair is exactly the same. They have the same facial features. Honestly, if I were her teen daughter, I'd be like, I am thrilled to know that I'm going to look exactly like my mom in however many years. I will say
1: Laura Dern looks way better than her dad.
0: Yeah. Bruce?
1: Yeah, he's a weird kind of chipmunky face.
0: Who is her mom? Mubba. Oh, Mubba Dern. Mubba Dern. Mubba Dern.
1: I don't know. A woman? Of some sort.
0: So I was wondering if you would like to know a little bit about yes. the vineyard and the area. Yes. Did you research the vineyard? Nope. Okay. So you tell me. So it's Did I
1: research the vineyard?
0: Well, I I don't know what I don't know what kind of research you do. Okay. So first of all, to our listeners, if you would like to go and oh, oh shit. Okay, Diane brief segue. Ladd. Okay. Diane Ladd is I did not
1: know that.
0: That explains why that she's explains so beautiful. That explains why Laura, like Diane is Laura Dern is gorgeous. Anyway, okay, so if you would like to research a little bit about this vineyard as well, yes. I would encourage this you. this wine re-
1: is awesome. It
0: is. And I think
1: you know where this is going, but this is good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We might.
1: We might get petulant. You never know. We never <laughs> Depends on how Tover does with the cross-examination. True. How angry he is. Truth. Gets. Brandon Topher's in his horny mood, so he's pretty happy with everything.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. So you were right. This is started in 1993 on five acres. Now, when they bought this, they actually bought it at the same time as someone else. (gasps) So that their land, their individual five acres would... Joined together okay and they were they were gonna combine their first crops to make a wine together okay and that's why it's called two paddocks
1: oh I thought it was gonna be a big feud I really no to no, no no okay um,
0: unfortunately that person did not they died uh, no they're
1: very mysterious
0: <laughs> no they had a slower start with we their, saw Billy
1: Zane on the premise yep
0: yeah, he was hitchhiking you know they saw a er, now you've got me all confused <laughs> I'm
1: sorry Toper.
0: The person that had the land adjoining theirs had a slower start with their production, and so Sam Neill had to do it on on their own the first time. However, that person, his name is Roger Donaldson. Oh, he is a director. Oh, New Zealand director. He is known for a little indie film that you might not have heard of called called Dante's Peak, with Pierce Brosnan.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't know. Okay, they're cool. they're
0: really close friends oh, and like funny. family friends for a long yeah. time, and so yeah, so they still are, are good friends and everything. There was no bad blood because they weren't able to get their vineyard up and running. Okay,
1: I really yeah. want a drama, but this is there's better. no drama. Yeah, well, that we know of. That we know. Maybe of. they're super passive aggressive to each other. It's <laughs> like send each other notes like, hmm, interesting <laughs> outfit today.
0: Yeah, great job on your latest
1: Great <laughs> <grape laughs> job. Yeah, I was like, that's it.
0: <laughs> so, as you were you were saying also, yes. since 1993, they have been... Oh, now it begins. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes!
0: Drink it straight from I the bottle. I will say
1: it's pretty good through a straw, too. Okay. It holds up.
0: It's a picnic <laughs> wine. It should... That's... Good job. You understood the assignment, Sam Neal. Neal. Thank you.
1: oh Wouldn't it be great if he was on TikTok as a side note?
0: Oh, we should try and see if he is.
1: I don't think he is, but we will investigate for you. We're definitely
0: going to stalk him on say all for the for you, our readers. Medias.
1: God damn it. <laughs>
0: Once again, this is not a visual format.
1: I thought you transcribed it every day. We
0: try to, but it's just so much. The rambling. (laughs) So in 2000, they acquired this area called Red Bank, which Mm -hmm. is a 130-acre farm. Mm -hmm. And it's now their main vineyard that they call their headquarters. And so that's where most of the grapes for this particular bottle was done. They do supplement it with grapes from other of their vineyards okay. that kind of are scattered around the area, which is cool because it's from different climates as you go to mm-hmm. different parts. So this is kind of a blend of their favorite grapes, but it's using the Red Bank grapes as their backbone.
1: And this is organic too. Yes, and it is certified yes. organic, mm-hmm. which we've
0: talked about in mm-hmm. another sidebar. So refer to that if you would like. So the cool thing about the Red Bank farm mm-hmm. is that when they bought it, it was actually founded years ago as a research station for the New Zealand Crop and Food Department. Oh. So it was their agriculture government agency okay. that was using that land to experiment with how to grow better crops and, and things like that. Okay. And so as a result, the people, Sam and his, his team that own it, they still maintain all of the medicinal and culinary herbs and plants. Aww. So there's lavender, saffron, echinacea, apricots, cherries, pears, truffles, All still growing on the land there. Yeah, isn't that cool? Like, they really have such a huge commitment to that organic farming. It's not just about the grapes and producing things. It's not about production. It's about maintaining the land. And I think that's really, really cool. So Sam Neill has talked about how this is a tribute to his grandfather. Mm -hmm. And he's quoted about this wine as saying that this is one of the most enjoyable wines that they've ever produced. And I think that's really nice.
1: I, I think this is very enjoyable.
0: Also, on the website, when he's asked, why produce wine?
1: Because his,
0: his response is, because I'm slightly mad, because I think we should, because we're farmers. And I love that. Isn't Cute. that? Yeah. It's very down to earth and kind of tongue in cheek. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. But he also knows that he's producing something really amazing. Yeah. And I think that's a really fun two sides of the coin. Yeah. But, you know, we had talked about how. This is the southernmost wine region.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
0: founded by a French immigrant in the 1860s during the gold rush in New Zealand.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: and so in the late 1800s, the government hired a winemaker to come and survey the country, mm-hmm. and they they planted some grapes, but commercially, the wine production was unsuccessful. Okay. It didn't really come into prominence until the 1980s. Um, oh shit! Okay. Yeah, so it's
1: like a hundred year gap.
0: Yeah. So Sam Neil was really. At kind, kind of on the, the front. front. Yeah. yeah. So, just to Visionary. give you a little bit of a picture, in 1996, there were only 11 wineries in this oh, area. And he was one of them. And he was one of the pioneering ones. Wow. Yeah. So, that's about 4.6% of the national production. In 2020, there were 133 wineries. Okay.
1: Which significantly is significantly more. Yeah.
0: Yes. 18.5% okay. of the national product. But one of the things about Central Otago is that it focuses on quality rather than bulk. Mm. And I think that you can really see that in this. This
1: I would say this is a too. very high quality wine, yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: So the other really interesting thing that I found as I was researching the area is so the closest large town or city there is called Alexandra, mm-hmm. and it's sort of the south central area mm-hmm. of the island, approximately six thousand people. So mm-hmm. it's still small.
1: It's very small, yeah,
0: but a really cool cultural town. It was also founded during the gold rush. And it is the center for the stone fruit industry on the South Island. So every year they celebrate by having the Blossom Festival. And it's like a 14 or 15 day festival Mm -hmm. when the first blossoms happen. And so the whole place is covered with apricot, cherry trees, nectarines, peaches, plums, and apples. So imagine how beautiful that is. Let's go. The other thing that they do every year is the great Easter bunny hunt.
1: Where they kill him. They finally catch that son of a bitch. So, in
0: 1866, <laughs> the Acclimatization Society of New Zealand introduced 60 rabbits into the countryside.
1: Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Rabbits are not native to nope, New they're Zealand. They're not. Mm-mm. They have no natural predators in New Zealand. Right. So, within five years, they completely took over. Right. And were eating all of the pastureland bare.
1: They are invasive.
0: So each Easter, locals compete to kill as many rabbits as possible. It's the social event of the season.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Can you imagine them like showing up and they like are wearing like Kentucky Derby hats and like, yeah, Easter dresses. <laughs> I mean like. Drinking like cocktails and wine and I would go.
1: Just a pile of dead rabbits. So well,
0: well, so listen to this. Okay, 2021's hunt, which already happened, obviously. Right killed over 10,000 rabbits Shit. with no significant impact on their population.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's there's a, a lot of
0: rabbits.
1: Rabbits are known to increase I, rapidly.
0: I would like to read an excerpt from the article okay. because I cannot summarize better than it's stated here. Yeah. All right. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is a quote. Okay. Central Otago's rabbits have long been known simply as, in quotes, the evil I love this. It's like some really weird comedic horror movie. Uh They've held the title of the region's worst pest since the middle of the 19th century, Mm -hmm. maintaining it in the face of helicopter hunters, poison-laced carrots, (laughs) aerial 1080 drops, rabbit-proof fences, and biological yeah. war- warfare in the form of a virus smuggled into the country <gasps> by farmers in 1997. What is happening in Central Otago right now? How? Okay, so listen to this.
1: Okay.
0: Additional misguided attempts at controlling the rabbits included releasing ferrets in 1879, even after warnings were made of their effects on bird life. The ferrets devastated the native bird populations okay. and are now hunted pests as well.
1: I love her like, let's make this worse. In
0: 1885, stoats and weasels were released in another misguided okay. effort, and they're now also hunted okay. pests.
1: Okay. Stop introducing non-native creatures, please.
0: Reporter Rebecca White described the rabbit damage as the naked, pockmarked hillside I'm standing on. It looks as though it's been strafed repeatedly, and it's bereft of plants, just scree and dirt And the breeze that occasionally picks up and shifts. A little more time under the rule of rabbits, and it will be more dune than hill.
1: That's so poetic and dramatic. So
0: dramatic, right? (laughs) I just love it. They're like, all right, so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna release these other pests. Oh, shit. You know, now they've eaten never, all the birds. It
1: never works. Don't do it. And then they're that. like, you know what?
0: The ferrets didn't work. Let's release no. larger ferrets
1: no. in the form
0: of weasels and stoats. And then they're like, you know what? We're going to use fucking helicopters. That didn't in work. In
1: fairness, I don't think that would work. I think some people just wanted to be in a helicopter.
0: That could be. But then they also tried poison laced carrots. I love that. That's such a like, <laughs> like cartoon like know, Acme. Like they get the little box from and, I know. And Bugs is like, just like I'm not Bugs gonna fall money. for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then they did Ariel ten eighty drops, which what are those?
1: Ten or ten? Ten
0: eighty. Like one zero eight zero. Okay. Okay. It's a it's a name given to the synthetic form of sodium fluoracetate. So it's so some a... some
1: sort of poison.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, used to control populations of possums, rats, stoats, and rabbits. But
1: possums are good. They eat bugs. They are. Yeah, yeah. But
0: my favorite thing is that when none of that worked, the farmers just all got together in 1997. Like, they were biological warfare. Yeah. Stuff a fucking virus up your butt. Get on the plane and come over here and smuggle it over to us. And then we're going to release it.
1: Imagine that person who was smuggling that virus on the plane. Like, I hope this doesn't hurt humans.
0: So I have a feeling that it was like the original plot for the movie Outbreak. Ooh. But then they like finished, they wrapped up filming and they watched it. And they were like,
1: I don't think this is like, going to
0: work. This isn't going to be I the blockbuster buy, we thought it was. I Dustin
1: Justin Hoffman. Yeah. and Renee Russo in this. Let's make it monkeys.
0: Yeah. Instead of rabbits. yeah isn't that wild, Well, though? I knew
1: Australia had that rabbit problem because I remember watching the movie Rabbit-Proof, Rabbit-proof Fence. Fence. Yeah. Right, but I didn't realize that had also happened in New Zealand. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Because yeah. Great Britain was like, we're going to go everywhere and bring our fucking rabbits with yeah. us. Yeah.
0: So, um, <laughs> I love that they call it the Great Easter Bunny Hunt. When but I first... There's w-
1: not a need for that name.
0: Because they do it at Easter every year. They
1: don't need to do that. In
0: fairness, it is also Great Easter, separate word, Bunny Still.
1: They knew what they were doing.
0: When I first was reading through about Alexandria, and it was talking about the different like cultural events they have, and I saw that, I was like, the great Easter Bunny hunt is it a giant hide and seek situation? Nope. And the first kid to find the the guy kills up, like, him, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, "Holy shit, what is happening right now?
1: Like, you see a rabbit, you kill it. You, you see kill a man it. dressed as a rabbit, you, you kill, kill
0: it." it. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love it. <sighs> All right. So I'm going to go and pee. You and, and, pee, let's and then Let's get back into Dr. Ellen Then we'll
1: do a cross-examination. Yes. All right.
0: I'm going to try not to kill any rabbits on the way.
1: Okay. And I do have one fact for you when you come back. All right. So. What's your fact? My fun fact about Sam Neill. In 2018, he provided a voice in the film Peter Rabbit. <gasps>
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, the the like um, computer animated. Yeah, CGI, I never yeah. saw that. Me
1: neither. But I used
0: to love the um, the old. There was like a really old animated. Yes,
1: the, and it was yeah. like the
0: animation was actually the kind from the like it the looked book. like the books. Yeah, yeah, you know,
1: like the illustrations. Yeah. So I just you know, I guess That's he doesn't hate your rabbits that much.
0: I actually have a fun. Well, it's not really a fun fact, but a fact about rabbits. (laughs) Is it a sad fact? It's a sad fact. Oh, When So we've talked about, you know, the farm in Macon and Mm -hmm. my grandparents. And, you know, they had the emus and the ostriches. Mm -hmm. But they also had rabbits. Mm -hmm. And they kept a lot of them for breeding and stuff. And there was one particular little bunny that I got really attached to. And it was black on its head and black on its tail and then kind of a black and white speckle in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I named it Oreo because I'm super creative when mm-hmm. I'm like seven. Mm-hmm. I would play with that rabbit all the time, like little tiny bunny. And he got to where he would like even come when I would call him. We'd like play fetch and shit. It was he was so fucking cute. Loved him. And one day we came home from church and mm-hmm. grandma was cooking And I went out to go and try and find Oreo, and he wouldn't come when I called him, and he wasn't there. And I was like, oh no, he got eaten by a hawk. Came inside, and grandma was cooking rabbits. And my grandfather told me I was not allowed to get it from the table until (gasps) I finished my rabbit. And I felt so bad because he was so delicious.
1: So no, far, no, you he liked was. it.
0: He was good. You were a But I was so killer. heartbroken. I'm not. Well, first of all, you have to do it more than once. And second of all, I didn't kill him. I you only ate it. You enjoyed it. I cried while I ate it. And I remember thinking, like, afterwards, I felt so guilty because it actually was tasty.
1: <laughs> so you need to go to New Zealand and kill these rabbits and eat. And have cry. you ever eaten rabbit? No, I haven't. It's very good. Is it greasy?
0: Depends on how you cook it. I don't not like always. greasy meat. It is a darker meat, but it's... Mm-hmm. Oh, I love dark meat. Like, I eat, I eat the dark meat on the chicken all the time. Do you? I'm not... Yeah.
1: I'm, well, I'm just I'm a big drum and thigh meat. person. Okay.
0: You are big into meat.
1: Yeah. All right. Please.
0: I've seen I've seen you go ham on a ham.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do a cross-examination. Okay.
0: Let me fill myself up because I... Yes. Well,
1: actually, you know what? what? I'm just going to go saw. straight for
0: Oh, Yeah. I forgot about my straw, my penis straw.
1: It is actually, I know we've used the straws before. Oh, wait,
0: my straw doesn't go down. Tilt it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Tilt it. Look how cute that is. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm doing something a little bit different today for our cross-examination.
0: How is it still good even through I
1: know, right? But Man. it is. All right, I need you to focus. Okay. Okay, this is a little bit different for our cross-examination.
0: Because I'm questioning you. No. Oh.
1: I'm going to give you a fill-in-the-blank with.
0: Oh, we've never done that. We've
1: never done it before.
0: This is a day of firsts. Yes.
1: Okay. Sam Neill mm-hmm. was one of the actors in the lead to replace Roger Moore as blank, but he ended up losing the role to Timothy Dalton.
0: James Bond.
1: Yes. Topher.
0: I did not know that.
1: Celebratory sip. I didn't either.
0: Mm. Man, every sip is a celebratory sip. Yes. That's so interesting. Yes. You know, it's funny because I don't really see him as that. He doesn't have that same darkness. But that's not true, though, because he's been yeah, a villain he's, he's before. He's played
1: some villains. Hmm. Yeah, It's hard
0: for me to picture him, though, as, as James, James Bond. Bond. yeah. But I'd be willing to see him try. try. Yeah. Yeah, a very good actor. Okay, that's fun. And I do love the James Bond films, as problematic as they are. Very. They are fun to watch, I will say.
1: Now, who did you watch them with growing up? Your dad or your grandpa? Uh,
0: Because yeah. dads and grandpas
1: love James yeah.
0: Bond. Yeah. And so they I do. definitely... It's a whole s- thing. I started with the, like, Sean Connery, um, right. Roger Moore ones mm-hmm. because for some reason it was deemed a little too raunchy to be the Pierce Brosnan, which right. would be more appropriate for the time that I was actually growing up in. Right. However, Pierce Brosnan did a very good job and I really Appreciate still enjoy him. Them. Yeah. yeah. GoldenEye mm-hmm. was a great movie.
1: Yeah, a Fun video game.
0: Oh, one of the best yes. video games. Yes
1: played it all the time with my brother. Same. But then one of us would always, like, get into the corner to hide. And, like, you could never defeat the other person if they were in that, like, one little spot. Yeah.
0: Like, especially in that cave level. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh. I would always get so pissed off when my brother would go there. I'm like, that's not fair. Because I wanted to go there first. Yeah. Well, I mean. To able to
0: kill him. I mean, girls shouldn't be playing video games anyway, right? Right.
1: Okay. Okay. So, recently, Sam Neill put out a YouTube video with Jeff Goldblum. Just a fun, silly little video. And Jeff Goldblum was playing the piano while Sam Neill was playing the blank.
0: Ooh. I don't, I have no idea. I almost want to say like harmonica. Okay. But possibly the kazoo. Oh,
1: okay. I don't know. I don't, because I don't know. Those mouth instruments. Okay.
0: Oh, is it a toe instrument? Mm. I don't know. Because I don't, I didn't know that he could play anything. I'm going to stick with harmonica zoo
1: you're wrong take a drink okay it was the ukulele oh yeah
0: hmm. i can actually see that that makes a lot of sense i should have thought of a stringed instrument
1: yep yeah. all right i'm gonna mix stuff a little bit what were they
0: what were they playing
1: they were playing oh fuck i should have written this down because now i'm drunk on wine and i forgot
0: please tell me it was the soundtrack to jurassic park
1: it wasn't
0: which is some of what's his face's best work
1: it was like oh god Fact checker can look it up. I want to say it's like one of those like 1950s, 60s kind of like, maybe not Motown, but kind of that vibe ish okay. to it. Interesting.
0: No, Funk. it was not
1: Uptown Funk. I know that. Well, not the video I saw.
0: Well, we'll look it up. Later. I watched
1: an exclusive video. Yeah,
0: on it's just for you.
1: For Rachel Lyth only. All right. So we know that Sam um, this is his grandpa right. on the label.
0: Right? Very dapper gentleman, too. Yes,
1: he kind of looks like Sam Neill, too. Is he holding a a
0: pipe? I can't really tell because it's a little bit grainy. It's a knife. Oh, it's a knife. I don't
1: know. No, I think it's a pipe. That's probably more right. Let him hold a knife if he wants to. I
0: have several of those hats, by the way, that he's wearing.
1: Oh, you should go to Sam Neill's grandpa whenever you cosplay. Yeah,
0: right. It's instantly recognizable. Yes,
1: everybody will get it. Yeah. Right away. Well, you can just carry around one of the little half bottles and drink it.
0: I mean, that's just for my own personal enjoyment. It has nothing to do with my costume.
1: All right. So Samuel's great, great grandfather, who was originally from Ireland, but then moved to New Zealand. Ireland. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was a blank merchant in the 1860s.
0: So we know that his grandfather was a wine merchant. Mm -hmm. And I mean, especially during that time period, families do tend to sort of like pass on... Their professional knowledge okay. from one generation to the next, so it's plausible that he would be a wine merchant. Okay. However,
1: mm.
0: it's not necessarily. Hmm. hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: I feel like it was something that was either wine or wine related, like wine okay. casks, or just completely different, like coasters. He I, was like, I, coaster saw, I saw a coaster, and that was the first thing that came to my head. I think he he was a textiles merchant. Nope. Sugar. Take a drink.
1: Take a drink. Nope. Nope. Wine. Wine. God damn wine it! Merchant.
0: Oh, you you even with a fill in the blank you tricked me.
1: I didn't trick you. You talked yourself out of it.
0: I know, but you were like nodding along and making eye contact with me.
1: Well, I just wanted to see where it was gonna go. <laughs> no, he so was no, a not wi- coasters. No, he was a wine merchant who imported wine from France. Hmm. So a long family history of wine. I
0: love that. Yeah. That really kind of also speaks to why Sam Neill is so passionate about what he's doing and mm-hmm. so hands-on involved. Is that this is for him? It sounds almost like it's a full circle kind of ooh, full circle kind of like realization of a yeah. family legacy and dream, yeah. and you know they they used to just. Ship it and import it. But now they're actually making Making it. it. They're drinking it. Yeah. They
1: finally got to try it.
0: And honestly, don't you want to go out and visit his vineyard so bad? Yes,
1: I do. Yeah, I do. Let's go right now. Forget this cross examination. Let's leave.
0: Fucking like lavender and echinacea and pear mm. blossoms everywhere, truffles, Delightful.
1: dead rabbits strewn about, <laughs>
0: cooked rabbits, I rabbit for coats. A, I don't
1: want to eat a rabbit. I
0: think that you do. I think that you're going to eat a rabbit at some point. We're going to make it happen.
1: <gasps> don't threaten me with eating a rabbit. I'm not threatening
0: you. I'm promising you.
1: I don't want it.
0: I think you do. What's the
1: weirdest food you've ever eaten?
0: The weirdest food mm-hmm. I've ever eaten. I've had blowfish.
1: Really? Was it good?
0: It's very neutral. It doesn't really taste like anything by itself. It kind of depends on, like, the sauce that you're doing it with. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think the weirdest thing I've ever eaten was, like, dried donkey meat. Mm. It's like, donkey jerky.
0: Mm. You know, I've also eaten emu, though.
1: Oh, I know, yeah. And ostrich. Yeah, yeah. no choice. no choice. And part of that was revenge. (laughs) (laughs) On your house. Um, um, uh,
0: Yes, exactly. No, they make barbecue out of the necks of emu.
1: That's very specific. It is. Is it
0: good? It's actually very tasty. It's a very lean red meat. Okay. So, and it's because it's a red meat, but it's not mammalian. Hmm. People who have diseases like alpha-gal and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. can, can have it and still be able to enjoy red meat, which is okay. very unique. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. It's, Amy burgers are actually very good.
1: Hmm. I'm a little skeptical, but maybe I'll try one.
0: You honestly probably wouldn't know the difference. It tastes so much like beef. Really? Yeah. Interesting. We've, we've had people before on my grandparents' farm that like we would make emu burgers and mm-hmm. not tell them, and they had no idea. That
1: sounds suspicious. We were a cult. Okay. That's, that's all right. It's justified. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we right. also didn't tell them about the poison and the Kool Aid. Well,
1: that's fair. You gave them nice sneakers to wear beforehand, so that's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're wearing the sneakers of the person who died before you, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just being thrifty.
0: Yeah, it's called recycling.
1: Yeah. All right, two more questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. He acted in a film inspired by a real life case. Mm. This film he played opposite of Meryl Streep. Oh. And the film was called Blank.
0: Well shit, that it's gives me It's in Australia. Okay. Oh, is it the the Dingo Ate My Baby yes, movie? Yes,
1: it is. Yes, it is. Oh, I Dingo don't, Ate My Baby. I
0: don't know the it's it's um like a cry in the night or is it a cry in the night? Night Cry. No, but you're so close. Oh, I, I can like see. The I co- really
1: want you to get it. Mm,
0: I feel like I get partial credit for this. All
1: right. Take a drink while I think okay. about it. I have another guess or two. If they're funny. Keep going.
0: A scream in the Evening. <laughs> Moonlight Holler. Um, <laughs> oh, I
1: would see Moonlight Holler. Sounds like a good Southern Gothic film.
0: Full Moon Hmm.
1: One more.
0: Nope, he's Dingo done. ate my baby terror.
1: No. All right, take a what drink. Is it? You're so close. A Cry in the Dark.
0: Cry in the Dark. Oh. See, I thought I thought about that, but then I thought I was conflating it with a shot in the dark.
1: Mm. No, so they both started never seen that film. I haven't either. I mean, we've all seen the clip. Dingo they ate came. my baby. Which
0: I think is actually even, it's one of those things where, you know how people have famous quotes from movies, mm-hmm. but it's not actually in the movie. Like, Luke, I am your father is not right. actually the quote. I think that that's yeah. one of them where, like, Probably. she doesn't actually like ever a, say that. Yeah. Right.
1: Do you know about the case? Like the, I do. I've,
0: the- I've read about it because, you know, I love true right. crime and I stuff. Know. And, yeah, and so, like, the fact that they even found the clothes and they yeah. found remains they of, did. like, human remains.
1: But she went to prison.
0: She did. And yeah. The, did, I don't think they ever exonerated they her. They did eventually. Did they they okay. did eventually.
1: That's but, yeah, like, Dingo way Dingo actually did ruined. take their baby but also like they were a really weird couple were they yeah they were like much about them he was like a seventh day adventist pastor weird and they went out on this camping trip with like a very very newborn baby which is like you don't take a newborn Mm -hmm. for camping
0: i do remember reading that and thinking what the fuck because the baby was like a month or two yeah the baby
1: was was small like too young to really like go out and do stuff like that. yeah
0: and when did when did this happen? Was it the 60s the 70s, or 70s?
1: Yeah. I think early 70s, like the real life case.
0: oh this is Belchi wine too. Is it? Yeah. I'm
1: not having that problem.
0: Oh, I think you're about to.
1: <laughs> As they burp. <laughs> all right, you ready for the last question? Yes. It's gonna blow your mind.
0: Ooh. I mean, all of these are kind of blowing my mind.
1: Mm. So we know Sam Neal. Diehl- mm. Sam Neal. Sam Neal. I was about to call him Sam Zealand.
0: Okay, I would live in Sam Zealand though.
1: I know you would. Is like that.
0: That, that what they call the like subregion where yeah. his vineyard is? Is uh-huh. Sam Zealand? Yep. Yeah. I was. travel Sam there. Sam
1: Neal lives in New Zealand. Yes. You know that New Zealand was like super strict in yes. quarantine. Yes. So he produced a series of really weird fucking videos. Okay. Called Cinema Quarantino.
0: We're watching those later, right? Oh,
1: yes, we are. I'm so
0: glad this is not a true-false situation, because all the things that I want to be true that (laughs) you're saying right now, I know already are. Yes.
1: And it's just, from what I saw, I only saw three of the videos. There may be more on YouTube. I don't know. In one of them, Helena Bottom Carter plays his cell phone.
0: (laughs) She is playing the role of his cell phone. is
1: his cell phone personified.
0: Shut up. And he
1: has a conversation with her.
0: This is amazing.
1: He has another one where this actress, and I wasn't familiar with her, and i have forgotten her name. Sorry. Sorry to you. She plays his anxiety, waking okay. him up from bed. Fun. It's really weird.
0: Man, if he doesn't have a TikTok, he really should.
1: Oh, he should. Yeah. But in the third video, which is the best on. Okay. They all have, like, German names, like, German-ish names. Like, the one with the cell phone is called Das Fone Hell. Okay. And the one with the anxiety is Das Angst Kaput.
0: <laughs> I love that. And
1: the one that I'm going to ask you about is called Das Bad, B-A-D. Das Bad? Das Bad.
0: Das is bad, yeah.
1: He is in a bathtub, which mm. I know you're going to like. Oh, mm-hmm. are there bubbles? No.
0: Is Angela Lansbury you, you, there? You
1: don't know. You don't see anything below collarbone, really.
0: So Angela Lansbury could be there.
1: She could be. You can imagine her there. But there is another person there.
0: Is she playing the role of his penis?
1: Yeah. So he's in this short YouTube video called Das Bad with blank, pretending that blank has somehow joined him in the bathtub and is asking for things like soap and rubber duckies. And he has this conversation with this person.
0: With blank. So it's a person. It's a
1: person. It's a real life person, not a personification with of an idea. Blank. Yeah.
0: Okay, and You'd, this is during quarantine. And it
1: is a famous person. This and person is, is famous also famous. Person.
0: Peter Jackson.
1: Nope. This person is Australian. I will tell you that. I'll give you that hint.
0: Okay, so I'm trying to think of... Okay, so I know, obviously, like...
1: You know of this person. You've seen well, yeah, this person yeah. in films. So
0: Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do Mel Gibson. I don't think that's No, we can just count him. Yeah. Those are the four off the top of my head that I'm okay. thinking of. Do you think it's one of them? Oh my god, I would like watch any of those. To be honest, me too.
1: Honestly, yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's not any of those. It's people. not any of those. No, it's okay. like of more Australians. More Quick.
0: Australians. Okay, well, there's the former prime minister who looked like Tilda Swinton, and I'm still not convinced it wasn't Tilda Swinton. Well, oh,
1: that's the greatest role of her life?
0: <sighs> I know she was just <laughs> playing herself, and nobody caught on to it. As that's prime how talented minister she of is. I know it's crazy. Um... Fuck! I don't know.
1: Okay, go ahead and Drake up. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to recognize his name, but you'll recognize his face. Dear God, Hugo Weaving. Oh my God, Hugo Weaving! Okay, yes, you do know Samara how.
0: Weaving's dad. He was also in The Matrix. <laughs> he was in um, the uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert.
1: And Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings. And Paper Vendetta.
0: fucking brilliant. Yes. Oh, I don't know why he slipped my mind. I should have, because he's one of my big Australian actors that I'm I'm Mm. super into. Yeah. I love Hugo Weaving.
1: Yeah. He is in this video. How funny. And it's so weird. And so it's like. Cut scenes back because clearly yeah. they filmed it in different places. Mm-hmm. The bathtubs are vastly different, so I, I mean, which is the also kind tub, of the,
0: the funny part of which it. Which is too, funny, yeah.
1: but at one point he asks Sam Neil for the soap, and like Sam Neil hands, the soap, and then he's like vigorously scrubbing his genitals. And I blood. love
0: it. Yeah. Also, Australian humor is.
1: It's very great. vastly yeah.
0: different from traditional American humor. Yes. Like they go for it when they do a joke.
1: And it is, um, it's hilarious and so weird. Yeah. But the YouTube channel that all these videos are on, it says Two channel. <gasps>
0: no way. Yes. I love that. Okay, so it can has I just. It nothing
1: to do with the wine What's No,
0: but why, but why should it?
1: He's like, I'm just going to be a weirdo and put this out there.
0: Well, like he said in his quote about why are you making wine? He said, I'm right. just a little bit mad. I love that. Yeah. So one of the things that I really appreciate about this episode that we're doing right yeah. now so far is that I came into this already loving, Sam loving Neal. Sam Neill, really appreciating his body of work. I love the fact that he's such a weirdo and like yes. has a quirky sense of humor and like being goofy. That's so endearing. I know. It makes me want to have dinner with him even more, you it's know? Really
1: Thank you. Do you want some bonus questions?
0: Uh, Yeah, why not? Okay. And then I've got some questions for you too. Okay, But it's not like... Cross examination—it's just more like okay. picking your brain.
1: All right, so Samuel has been married blank times.
0: Mm. Twice.
1: Yes. <sniffs> Cheers. That's what I was
0: wanting because I was like, "I'm going to give you like a gimme," but I feel like he's been married to the same person so, for a really long time.
1: Both of his marriages were pretty long. The first one oh. was from seventy-eight to eighty. It was with an actress named Lisa Harrow. They have one son named Tim.
0: Yes. The so not they're seventy. One. Sorry,
1: seventy-eight to eighty-nine. I said okay. the wrong year. So that's a good amount.
0: Yeah, that's eleven. His years. next,
1: yeah, his next marriage was to a makeup artist called Noriko Watanabe. They're married from eighty-nine to to twenty seventeen.
0: Oh, they're divorced now. Yeah,
1: they're divorced. Oh. They also have a, a child, so a daughter you're named an opening? Elena. No, not yet. So he's like pretty back to back with his relationships. Oh, okay. He is now in a relationship with an Australian journalist named Laura Tingle since 2017. Laura
0: Tingle. I know, isn't that a great Love name? Love that. It's like a so, comic book journalist name. He has
1: two children from his two marriages. Mm-hmm. He has a stepchild from his second marriage okay. that he's apparently like still kind of in a parental role. Oh,
0: yeah, I mean, he, when you're that long. Yeah. yeah.
1: He also fathered a son. In his early 20s. Okay. And that son was placed for adoption, but he has reunited with the son. Love that. And he says, like, a very kind of like grown up mature, I don't know if they're close. I don't think they are, but the son is named Andrew. So they, they, they've they met and reunited. that has gotta be and awkward,
0: stuff. though, because like I'm putting myself in the position of the son. Yeah. You've, like you've, you've watched
1: Jurassic Park. Yeah. You and find you're like, out oh, Yeah, that's my father.
0: And it's like you want to have, like, you would with any parent that gave you up for adoption. You want to connect and have... You'd have questions and everything. But you also are like, well, I don't want to come across as... Like, I have some kind of agenda just because you're famous and wealthy and, you know, all of that. So that's... I love that they at least have some form of a relationship yeah. and they've been able to like maintain boundaries and like do whatever it is. That sounds very sure. healthy. He yeah. sounds like a very self-aware person. I have I to think say. So. Sam I think Sam Neil does. So.
1: All right. Final little bonus question for you. Okay. You got that one right. Did you drink? Yes, I did. Okay. Drink again. Just get okay. ready. Okay. Sam Neil has won blank Oscars.
0: Oh God. I'm terrible at this. I'm going to say he's been nominated, but has never won.
1: Okay. You're partially correct. Okay, he has never won, and he's never been nominated. Oh, that's such a shame. Take a drink on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got a vineyard, and he's doing fine. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, but he's he's a very good actor, and he deserves mm. to get recognition. But also, yes. it sounds like he doesn't really care about that kind of thing. I don't think he
1: cares. Yeah. yeah, it's good for you. Yeah, good for you, Sam Neil.
0: He's also one of those actors you never see in the tabloids.
1: True. Because he's in fucking New Zealand and Alexandria just killing rabbits all day long.
0: Right. But I appreciate that. I love somebody who is able to balance having a super amazing, very public career, but then have a like balance that with a very private life.
1: I think, yeah, I think he's a person who really enjoys acting and likes acting, but that's not he, it's a job
0: and not a lifestyle right exactly yeah. i think
1: like living yeah. on this vineyard because he lives in alexandra too like right. he runs an active farm he i think the acting kind of fuels that yeah for him
0: well i've got some questions for you while we finish up okay. this last little bit um, let me know
1: i want to go back to jurassic park okay let's do yeah. it
0: so <laughs> john hammond comes and says we need you to come and test out this park
1: john hammond
0: John Hammond. Yeah,
1: I will say yes to John Ham.
0: You will always say yes to John Ham because you're going to go ham on some ham, right? We good already established jawline, that. I mean, John Hammond, okay. the mysterious billionaire, Richard Attenborough. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He says, "I'm going to take you to this park. I need you to come and review it for me. It's a special okay, tour. Okay, first do you, you do? said
1: test. Now you said review. Those are different things.
0: Oh, so you're just going to test it and not review it
1: afterwards? Test it implies there are still like things to work out. Review is like I want to get your hot take.
0: This is obviously like the beta
1: before I version. make the final edit. Yeah, that, mm. I mean that's what
0: the premise of Jurassic okay. Park is.
1: I will say yes, but I'm also gonna know that I will die. I'm not surviving an action film. But it's also, I know that about myself. But also,
0: you get to meet real life dinosaurs, and so like
1: oh fuck yeah, I'm doing that. So it. if
0: you, like, and I
1: I know there. What else do you want to do
0: before you die?
1: I'm gonna be. Exp- I know I'm the person who gets eaten like early on in the film. Mm-hmm. I know that about myself. Which dinosaur
0: is gonna eat you?
1: Ooh, a twist! It's one of the vegetarian ones. <laughs> is it's like it because we you don't like, like your look, bitch. You
0: decided that you wanted to like, instead of hand feeding it, you put like the celery oh, in your I teeth, totally and then do it that. like devours your entire yeah, head. Like,
1: Accidentally crunches my skull. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like worth it as it like cheats right? me out. as yeah. the
0: triceratops is like munching. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah. really funny. Okay, what dinosaur? would you be
1: Would i be yeah like
0: which dinosaur in jurassic Ooh. park would you be i Ooh, have two that jurassic i really park. torn between okay
1: i mean velociraptors they can Obviously. open doors the world is their I, oyster you can
0: also open doors
1: i know we have so, you much, have in so much in common <laughs> but i will say you i do also
0: know? get stuck in refrigerators sometimes i have found it's, you in the strangest places
1: thank god you arrived <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so Velociraptor, I feel like I would—that would be an option. Yeah, I think they're smarter than I am, so it might be an upgrade for me if I choose them.
0: I did have to explain to you what centipedes were earlier. Shut up,
1: Topher. That's not what I heard you say. <laughs> that's a, that's a sidebar in and of itself. What's a, centipede? What's a centipede? If you want to know what a centipede is, write to us, and Rachel will explain it this time because she knows. She knows. She knows they that they
0: are Halloween caterpillars.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd choose Velociraptor. Or, you know, I do like the classic Triceratops. They're mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. You got a big old head, you got three horns. Yeah, you do what you
0: want. So sweet when I watched it back, you know when when Gus yeah. Gus was still alive. No. I was always like, oh my god, Gus Gus, Gus is such. Yes, him. he's such a Triceratops. He also had like a big old T Rex head too, because you know he, he, had, he had a big thing.
1: old bonky head. Yeah. yeah,
0: for me, obviously Velociraptor, yeah. and I am a clever girl. Yes, you are very clever girl. I also get stuck in refrigerators. Yes, but they're usually wine coolers, so. Mm. But also, I don't remember what they're called. It starts with a D, but the ones that have the amazing, like, fringe that comes oh, out. And yeah, the oh, yeah, the poison. Oh, yeah, that's a
1: good choice, too. And I'm like,
0: man, I love poisoning people. And a good, allegedly. strong collar. And I have a strong collar fringe. You go for the like, look. It's yeah, a it's a, total, it's a whole moment. Yeah. It's a whole deadly, terrifying, but fashionable moment. And yeah. I feel like that's who I would be on the red and carpet. And you love to
1: lure people in. You're like, I I'm do. Friendly. I do. No, i they'd not. be like,
0: who are you wearing? And then all of a sudden, they're dead.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's when we
1: get invited to what red carpet? I don't know why I turned into Elmer. Wet red carpet. I was still thinking the hunting rabbits.
0: What kind of Hugh Hefner nonsense are we getting drawn into with the wet red carpet?
1: I said wed. like I was fucking Elmer. Cold wet hunting rabbits. Which red carpet are we going to?
0: Well, first of all, I would definitely get invited to the Met Gala. Out of the two of us,
1: that's fair. It hurts my feelings, (laughs) but that's fair. Tova like really goes for a look. Rachel dresses for comfort.
0: (laughs) By the way, look is spelled L-E-W-K.
1: Yeah, Rachel is a big fan of leggings and Mm -hmm. oversized items from Target. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you'd be great for the suburban (laughs) housewife awards.
1: Fuck you, Tifer. All right, next question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was your favorite part of the original Jurassic Park film?
1: Ooh, favorite part. It's mm, so hard to choose. It's
0: so hard to choose. It's I know. It's really
1: good. I do like the little cartoon, like Dino DNA. Dino DNA. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that.
0: It's really hard to the, argue with that.
1: The, the jello, like the shaking jello oh, is the, iconic yes. too.
0: As the like mural. Yes. Moves, because it was just the shadow. Yeah, yeah. And you hear the the sound that they make, which is the yes. sound that emus make, by the way.
1: They are dinosaurs. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, it's and so terrifying. What about you? Well, I... Oh, man, it's, it is very diff- difficult. I really love the T-Rex scene with the jeeps and...
1: Oh They're, yeah! Like
0: upside down in the mud, and the kids were actually like fucking terrified. Oh of the I'm, animatronic yeah, they were thing. not acting. Also, I read a thing a couple years ago about how it's a giant robot, basically, but it required people to be inside of it. Puppetry. Pu- it was. You know, was, I love a, a good puppet. Yes, and it was electronic puppetry, but because it was. Pouring rain, <gasps>
1: they all got electrocuted, it kept
0: malfunctioning, it and so the guy that was inside of the mm-hmm. jaws kept almost getting crushed to death during it. Worth it! So, both the crew and the cast were actually completely traumatized and ter- terrified by this scene. I mean,
1: can you have a movie without some terror? No, 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 no. I will say to the scene of the T Rex, like eating the guy hiding on the toilet. Oh,
0: yes, the Classics. lawyer, The yeah. I love that and it, he was
1: a good guy. Like, I rewatched the film. Like, he wasn't a shitty person.
0: He really wasn't. They actually, like, they play him as, like, that 1990s schmarmy lawyer. Not. And he's not. Yeah, he's actually, like... He's not.
1: Like, I'm like, you're pretty reasonable, dude. Like, yeah,
0: he's like, hey, you've got investors that we need to protect and, like, people that we need to protect and we can't afford, like, a lawsuit with this. Yeah. Yeah. I also love the scene right before the T-Rex attack mm-hmm. where Dr. Malcolm, Dr. Ian Malcolm... Oh, the... Okay. Yeah, and Dr. Ellie Sattler are sitting in the front seat. Yeah. And he's doing the drops of water on her hand, you know? And then you see, like, the boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So good. And then anything with the velociraptors. Classic. Clever girl. Yeah. Dr. Ellie Sattler running through. She's a clever girl. Pumping the electric thing.
1: Oh, that was so tense. Yes. Yes.
0: And then she runs out. I reenacted it earlier for... Fact checker in this okay. outfit with my purse stuck to my like boot, like okay. dragging it behind me. Because, you know, she drags the camera. She's right. running out and she's like, run,
1: run.
0: <laughs> and then she like sits down and sobs. Yeah.
1: You should have, um, when you met Laura Dern, just have done that instead.
0: I She already looked scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was acting, tofer.
0: She was. She was like, I'm actually really enamored with you. I'm not scared at all.
1: So I think you need to find her and just play up the scene for her.
0: If you don't think I'm going to tag the shit out of her when this episode's released, are you kidding me? Fucking well, yeah. Yes,
1: Laura Dern, you're the best. You can do. You
0: are the best. You can do no wrong. But also, where's your wine?
1: Good. That's the hard-hitting question for Laura Dern. Yeah, because can we talk about you and your
0: amazing hair and acting abilities?
1: Oh yeah, let's for
0: like an hour, please. So,
1: All right, I think we? we know where we're going.
0: I think so. Okay. Should we count down anyway? Sure. All right, so let's deliver well, number, our verdicts here. Remember, we're going
1: 45 seconds on
0: the clock. We'll be reasonable and say three. Three,
1: okay. Yeah. Three, three.
0: Two, one. one.
1: Not, not guilty. guilty. Full pardon.
0: We owe you, like... We
1: owe you an apology. Yeah,
0: this is amazing.
1: You need to file a civil suit against the government. Because we should, should not have it on trial at all. Yeah. Neil.
0: If you would like to discuss the ramifications of that, mm-hmm. feel free to, like, invite us to your New Zealand ranch and pay for our will kill bearer. a rabbit. I will kill a rabbit and eat it. Okay. Raw. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Um, Sorry, PETA.
1: No, you're not. You're not sorry to PETA. (laughs) This is delicious.
0: This is amazing. Um, I'm so appreciative of this product.
1: Honestly, this can do no wrong. Everybody should go buy this right now. Go buy
0: this right now. This is probably our most glowing review we've ever had.
1: Yeah. Picnic by Two Paddocks. Thank you, Sam Neal. Yeah, thank you so much. All right.
0: Till next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, I've got a question for you. Uh, fill in the blank. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it rolling. In the movie Tootin' Common. Yes. Sam Neill played blank. Cleopatra. It's either. Cleopatra. I was going to say it's either Cleopatra <laughs> or Tutankhamun. Common. <laughs> Who? Lord Carnarvon.
1: <gasps> Lord Carnarvon, it all comes together. Throwback. Wait, was an old Lord Carnarvon in Egypt exploring mummies? Yes, no, Lord... We talked about that in the... High I clear. don't... I don't remember. You know I Lord don't. Carnarvon still has... Mummies?
0: He still has mummies and Does artifacts. Does them
1: like the Victorian. Oh my star?
0: God, Rachel. He they still has all mummies. the...
1: They mummies. I'm not making that up. He
0: still has the artifacts from the tomb in the basement of Downton Abbey.
1: Why have we not gone there?
0: Because he hasn't invited us yet. Kevin!
1: We don't need to be invited.
0: Kevin! <laughs>